Hi TJs, it's John here. Uh, just to give you some introduction to our very latest interview on uh, the SoundCloud page, I spoke to Amanda Rosewarn from the CPD Standards Office. Uh, this wasn't recent, this was back before furlough, lockdown, etc, etc, but we talked about the direction we were going in was that things were moving online. The coronavirus had been around for a number of weeks already, uh, so the things that she was talking about were very relevant about where businesses were going and surprise surprise most of it's come true so we talked about keeping your standards high when everyone's moving to online learning so there's lots of businesses that are going to pivot towards that and take a lot of their courses and move them from face to face to online and in between all that there's going to be some companies that do it really well and some companies that don't do it so well uh, so i got her advice picked her brains and talked to her all about that hope you enjoy it but yeah, um, if we're ready, then um, yeah. I will kick things off. Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, Amanda, thanks a lot for talking uh, to TJ today. We're going to be talking about um, the move to online learning and the positives and negatives that that brings, I guess. Thank you, John. It's it's nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, th thanks very much. And uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation. There's a lot to say about this, especially in the, well, particularly and because of the current climate. Um so a lot of companies are moving towards this. What bad practices do we need to look out for in the coming rush of companies that are going to pivot to online training and learning? Well, I think we're going to see a lot of new um, ways that different providers are going to try and deliver channel their, their training through different channels. And I think we're going to see some really great training being bought online and certainly providers are going to be quite innovative in terms of um, providing different blends of approaches. Um, but there are going to be a number of bad practices, unfortunately, and, you know, we've we've already kind of been away, made aware of various different scams that have been um, taken place or that are starting to, to take place because um, the online learning market is absolutely booming at the moment. Um, there's never been more of an opportune time. And um, unfortunately, as with any um, industry, there can be sort of different scams um, where, where unfortunately people um, are looking to sort of make a quick buck. Um, I think, you know, you need to be very aware that, for example, the word college isn't a protected word uh, in the UK. And so it's very easy for scammers to set up a site which looks like an authoritative, ed educational and authentic organisation. Um, but actually, you know, it's completely non-existent. So when you charge, when you're being charged for a course and when you buy it, then there is nothing ever actually materialises. So I think, unfortunately, we're going to see a little bit of that. Um, other bad practices we may see include people trying to promote their sales presentations and their products uh, dressed up as a, as a course. It's a very sort of cloak and dagger situation. So when you're looking at online training, you really need to look at, you know, how something's being positioned and, um, <coughs> excuse me, and, you know, whether it's got a clear overview and, and learning outcomes and learning objectives uh, that, that are going to be covered. Um, and a, another bad practice that we've unfortunately seen is fake qualifications, um, where it's quite easy to fall foul of scammers who are promising a, a formal professional qualification 
um, that meets the Department of Education's national educational framework or a professional license in some ways. And so what happens here is you're sold a course with the promise that it you know, will result in a professional certificate or license, but that then fails to materialise and you know, there's no hope of getting hold of the company afterwards and you'll never see your money again. So unfortunately, I think that there is going to be a number of bad practices that do emerge um, as we see the online market booming. So I guess the, the next question is a flip of that. What are the hallmarks of quality amidst all this? What, what are we looking for in the, the, the best providers that are out there at the moment? The best providers that are out there are not just training provide, online training providers that have been there for a while. Um, all of those are very genuine and, and have you know comprehensive and very good outstanding learning experiences. Um, but you also have the training providers that are very quickly pivoting their face-to-face training into an online offering. So I think the the flip of the question um, is that the hallmarks of quality, certainly the ones that we offer, uh, the CPD standards accreditation, for example, that has checked and verified that the delegate learning experience and the credentials and authority of the organisation has been externally checked and, and benchmarked. We also have the training provider of excellence and coach of excellence um, hallmarks that signify that the organisation itself um, has had a thorough sort of overview and has sort of been checked and verified that they basically offer what they say on the tin. And there's other hallmarks out there of quality. Certainly anything that's got a professional body or regulator um, aligned to it and are demonstrating that they have um, had their materials approved by them. Certainly good hallmarks to look out for. I've only got the one last question, actually, it's rather a big one, though, um, and it's existential to a degree, but here we go. Um, will things ever be the same? <laughs> does does classroom training have a future? And if so, what do you think it looks like? Well, that is a big question. <laughs> um, I think this is a new term that's being used. You know, we're going to have a new normal Um, And at the moment, as the crisis unfolds, it's obviously very uncertain as to what that is. Um, I think we need to remember that, by and large, we're social animals. And so the lure of online training, of of, sorry, face-to-face training is never going to go away. A lot of people want to learn in a room with an instructor, with other participants, because there are certain skills and certain knowledge sets that really can only be solidified um, and where you'll see behavioural knowledge change through a sort of face-to-face interaction. Um, so I don't think we're going. I don't think classroom training is is going to become extinct. I think it's more likely that training providers that have um, traditionally only delivered face-to-face training or workshops will have some form of online structure. So we'll see blended learning um, happening in a new in a new phase because there's all sorts of new technologies that are coming on board now that you know you can blend your learning with. I think the other thing that's going to happen is that people are going to be much more conscious with their time. Um, you know, we're experiencing a, a period at the moment whereby nobody is commuting, people aren't travelling long distances, 
and theoretically people have slightly more time in their day to learn so we may see people being slightly more picky about actually having to attend face-to-face training or conferences that are some way away and indeed we then may see those those classroom or face-to-face events live streaming at the same time so you know i I think as as we've said there'll be a new normal Um, but there is an online as i've said there is an online uh, learning boom at the moment and if there's one good thing to come out of that it will have made people far more comfortable with actually undertaking online learning and I know for a long time, e-learning providers have kind of battled to demonstrate that their training is as good as face-to-face training. But I think that will come to fruition now. Well, Amanda, uh, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, it is certainly not a normal time for L&D or for any industry, but um, let's see what the future holds and uh, speak to you very soon. Yeah, thanks ever so much, John. Thank you.